ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode, what we're going to talk about is adulting. Um, we're adults, at least most of the people that are, li- that are listening to this podcast, right? Um, I-, I was thinking the other day, actually, I was having a conversation with uh, uh, our middle son, Cameron, and he's 20 years old at the time of this recording. And I was just explaining to him, like, you should really, really, really enjoy this time. And he's like, yeah, dad, I'm having a good time. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, my brother, <laughs> you should really enjoy this time because you're in school now. Um, you know, you, you, you have someone, you know, spit, uh, splitting the bills, if you will. I don't want to say splitting the bills. We fit the bill. I should say that, uh, fitting the bill for you, you know, um, you don't have any responsibilities. Uh, you know, your only job is to go to school and get good grades. Um, to quote the famous philosopher, Nazir Jones, life is good, you know? And um, I was just explaining to him, like, you're not an, you're a young adult, but you're not an adult yet. So you don't have to worry about adult things. And, I was just trying to get him to see like, you know, this is a very critical time in his life because obviously the decisions that you make from here going forward, um, you know, affect you, uh, either positively or negatively going forward. But the thing I try to impress upon him is that being an adult is different. Being an adult is different. I won't say it's hard, but it's different. And the thing about it is, is that nobody really told us or gave us the game as to what being an adult would require um because there was a time that you know all it was was just you and your boys that was it that's all you had to worry about just you and your boys well you just had to worry about yourself really um and then you get into relationships and then you know for those who get into serious relationships maybe you move in together maybe you start dating seriously and that now you're kind of moving toward that area where you're, you know, kind of thinking about somebody else. And then if you decide to get married, uh, that brings on something totally different. If you have kids that brings on something totally different, but those are the things about being an adult, you know, you start paying bills. (laughs) Um, but the thing that I, I tried to impress upon him is that like, I was asking him about some of his boys that he had not talked to in a while. And I, I made the comment, I'm like, well, you guys have a medium through your phones by which to, you know, talk to each other. And one of his boys, he was like, man, I hadn't talked to him in a couple of months. And I was like, man, how does that happen? He's like, man, you know, dad, I'm in school. He's not in school, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just basically, he said, I'm busy. And I got where he was coming from. But at the same time, the thing that I tried to impress upon him is that, you know, you also have to kind of have a balance. And life is about balancing. And, you know, part of being an adult is being able to balance how you handle everything. And 
there's no necessary there's not necessarily a handbook to tell you how to balance things um one of the things that you have to balance is your work-life balance um particularly when you're younger and your mindset is okay i gotta grind i gotta get this money i gotta do this i gotta do that you know i, I gotta you know fight my way up the corporate ladder if you will and there's nothing wrong with that I, i'm a living proof of a living example of that um however in the quest to go up the corporate ladder don't lose yourself don't lose yourself and more importantly don't lose the lessons that you learn along the way um one of the things that i learned is that uh you know it's okay to chase money but at the same time you can't lose yourself in chasing money and i saw that happen to a lot of people and as I've gotten older, I realize more than anything else, the, the the biggest thing that we have, the most valuable thing that we have right now is time. Um, because time you can't get back. You don't really think about it when you're 20, 25, 30, 35. But bro, when you hit like 35, 40, you start thinking about time and you start realizing like, you know, I don't have a lot of time. I mean, you, God willing, we all, we are all here a hundred plus years the reality is you know we probably won't be here a hundred more than a hundred years um and that's cool you know as long as you do what you're supposed to do while you're here on, on this this earth um but you know the thing that i found relatively quickly is that it really doesn't make a lot of sense for you to pour your heart and soul into a business that you don't own it's not that important for you to pour yourself and everything you got into a company that you don't own. One of the first things that I learned um, in the School of Business at South Carolina State University where I went to college, um, Dr. Cole, my man, Dr. Cole, he told us on the first day of class, financial management, he said, if you don't own the company, you are expendable. Let me say that again. If you don't own the company, you are expendable, meaning that if you don't own the company, they can get rid of you at any point in time. So if you're not Steve Jobs, you're not that important to Apple. Apple was Steve Jobs' company. So he controlled it. Anybody else that's not named Steve Jobs isn't necessary. And so I think one of the things that you have to learn when you become an adult is being able to balance your work life, you know, your work life balance, being able to understand that, yeah, okay, I got to get in here and I got to grind. But at the same time, bro, if you spend in 45, 50, 60, depending on your career, 70 hours at work, you might be hustling backwards because unless you have stake or equity in that particular company or that particular entity, it can all go away. Case in point, like I remember probably about 20 years ago, um, there was like this huge wave of layoffs. This was like right before the mortgage crash. And I guess it was longer than 20 years ago. It was like 07, 07, 08, somewhere around there. Um, 
and or close to 20 years ago, I should say. Uh, and so it was um, the thing that I learned from that in watching a lot of people uh, lose their jobs is that the days of, you know, working for General Motors for 30 years and retiring and getting a nice fat pension and riding off into the sunset, those days were long gone. GM was firing people and not just and I'm not just singling out GM, but I'm just going to use them as an example. Companies like that were firing people who had been there 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And so what that taught me was like, they don't they don't owe you nothing. The only thing they owe you is a paycheck. And I think you should be loyal to your check. That's it. Outside of that, get your check and your respect. And I think you have to learn how to give the company or wherever you work, whether or not you're a school teacher, you're a lawyer, you're a truck driver, you're a sales rep, whatever you do, work for your money, but at the same time, learn how to not give it, give all of yourself to that particular entity because you give all yourself to that particular entity. When it's all said and done, you may not have nothing left for you. Um, so your work-life balance is important. That's one thing that they don't tell you about when you know when you become an adult. Um, friendships, balancing friendships, uh, that can be, if you want it to be, difficult. Um, but it's only as difficult as you make it to be. And the reason why I say that is because I don't care how many friends you have. I don't care how many people are in your um, phone, in your address book, in your phone. You can keep in touch with whoever you want to keep in touch with and vice versa. And I kind of have this thing where like I will go through my phone sometimes and I'll just scroll. And if it's somebody that I haven't talked to in a while or somebody come anytime somebody comes across my mind, I shoot them a text. And I did say now I'm not somebody who's big on resolutions, but I did say, you know, in this new year of 2023 at the time of this recording, I was going to do a better job as a friend and in, in staying connected with people that I consider to be friends. Um, I think last year I probably loosened up a little bit and probably didn't stay as connected as I could have or should have. Um, and I really don't have any reason for it. If I, if I tell you I was too busy, then I'm lying because I wasn't that busy. And I think that's the thing that I was trying to, to, to impress upon Cameron was like, you know, these are your friends. If you can realize that, like, it's been six months since you talked to your friend, shoot him a text, call him. Hey man, what's up? Hey man, just, just let call him and let you know, man, I'm thinking about you. I don't think that takes much to do because we keep in contact, honestly, with strangers more so than we do sometimes our own friends. Now, I will say this much. I don't believe in like tracking nobody down. Now, if I call you a couple of times or I text you a couple of times, you don't respond or we're in the group chat and you're not chatting back. Hey, bro, I don't know what to tell you. Because like I'm here and, and the, the thing I always want to do is be there for my friends. Um, But at the same time, it's, it's a two way street. You know what I mean? It's not something where um, I shouldn't have to chase you down. The conversations that we have should be mutual. 
And then sometimes, you know, I'll be honest, sometimes time gets away from it. Cause like, I remember one of my boys, he texted me, he texted me during the game and I looked to see when the last time we had text and it had been four months and it, did, I'll, I'll be honest with y'all. It did not feel like it had been four months, but it had been four months since the last time we text. And I personally, for my friends, I don't like that much time to go in between us having some type of correspondence. And I don't want to ever get into the mindset of because Ron Ron <laughs> posted something on Instagram that he's cool, that he's okay. You know, particularly nowadays when we talk and think about mental health, I don't want to, I don't want to just assume just because I see him put a post on, throw a picture up on IG or Facebook or Twitter. He sent out some tweets that he's okay. I don't necessarily know that he's not okay. He might be okay. He might not be okay. I don't know that. And I think sometimes we assume that people are okay, that our friends are okay. And they're really not. Again, it goes back to what I said a little earlier. It's about balance. And that's a part of being an, uh, an adult. You have to figure out how to balance your friendships. I'll be honest. You know, some friendships are a little bit more important than others. It is what it is. I mean, like, I have a set of friends. If I'm being honest. I have a couple of set of friends that I talk to either via text or via phone or in a group chat daily. And there are some family members that I have blood family members that I haven't talked to in the last six months. I can think of a couple of family members that I haven't talked to in the last year. And it's been on purpose. Not, oh man, we just, we just, I mean, I like, I ain't really got much to say. Ain't no beef. I just ain't got nothing to say. And you know, sometimes it's like that with family. It is what it is. But those friendships, at least at, at this point in my life, are more important than that relationship that I have with that family member. So I don't, so we're not, it's not being cultivated. And honestly, I'm 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 okay with that. Um but the thing I was trying to impress upon cameras, like, look, you have a means, you know, it's not like how it was back in, you know, 95, like my boys that went off to different colleges and military. I mean, like we had to keep in touch via letters. Nobody could shoot, shoot, nobody could shoot somebody a text and be like, yo, what up? You know, like that. I mean, things would have been dope if we had the internet in 1995, but we did. And I tell the story all the time about my home girl, um, Dr. Jamel, who uh, <laughs> when she was a, she was an undergrad at Duke, she sent me a letter, and because we write each other all the time, it's like one of my best friends, and uh, she sent me a letter, and at the end of the letter, she said, "Hey, this is my electronic mail address," and I hit her back like, "Yo, what is electronic mail? <laughs> I don't know what y'all got at Duke, but..." Uh, Electronic mail like that, South Carolina State. You could, you know, we got the post office on on campus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but maintaining friendships, I think, is important. Um, and there's also the 
the thing I was telling Cameron too, there's also the the the, the dynamic of the male female friendship that you try to maintain once that person has a significant other. And he and I had a very interesting conversation because he's a lot like me. Um, you know, when I was in college, I had a ton of female friends and I, and I'm still, I still have a lot of female friends, but I'll be honest, most of my female friends from college, I don't talk to like on a regular basis. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll see each other at homecoming or, you know, they'll jump on Facebook or shoot a tweet or whatever like that. But we don't, we don't talk like call them up on the phone type stuff. Most of the, the women that I talk to that are my friends are the ones that I knew from, you know, being a shorty when I was in either elementary school or high school. Um, and that's only, I could probably count them on one hand. Um, but my free, my female friends from college you know, and it, I really I actually don't have a logical reason for this, but like, you know, when they got into a serious relationships or when they got married or when I got into a serious relationship and then I got married, you know, the phone calls kind of stopped. And it's not because like there's like I want them or they want me because it ain't like that, but it's adulting. It just kind of stopped. I, I guess it's a level of respect. I mean, like I remember even like when Sharice and I moved in together. We weren't married, but like some of my homegirls from college, like phone call, phone calls stopped coming in. Like I was like, "Yo, why don't you hit me up?" Oh yeah, I'ma call you. Phone call never came. <laughs> and I, I, I guess it's just a level of respect. I and and here's the funny thing, like because I went to college with my wife, so my female friends from college know my wife. But I guess it's just a level of respect. But the thing I tried to tell Cameron was like, look. You know, as you get older and you get further along in your relationship, I was like, you know, some of your female friends might stop calling. It happens. He didn't understand, but I was like, it's, I told him, I was like, it's one of those things. You, you'll understand when you get older <laughs> or you live just a little bit longer. You'll have a better idea as to why. Um, but maintaining friendships, I think, is important. Um, it's not always easy. I think it's definitely easier than it was when we were coming up people in my generation. Um, but I think there's balance. And I mean, like you got the friend and, and, and I'm just assuming that you guys have as many friends as I do. I have, I have quite a few friends, people that I really truly call friends. And I'm sure that there are probably a few of you that may be like, well, I only have like three friends. That's cool. I've, never had three friends <laughs> never in my life if I had three friends um but that's just me and the type of relationships that I have but balancing friendships is not easy but it is rewarding um and then there's family you gotta balance family that's a part of adulting too um that can be very tough, particularly when you involve children, because, you know, now you got to make a decision. You know, sometimes you got to make business decisions. Sometimes you have to make family decisions. You know, uh, <laughs> you got 
Little Ron Ron's got a baseball game, but your boys want to go on a vacation. You want to go on a fellas on a guys trip, but but Little Ron Ron's playing in his first baseball tournament, and he's playing t ball. And this is the first t ball tournament, but the boys got a, a, a vacation, a, a guys trip playing to Vegas. What you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna miss out on your son's first t ball thing? Or are you gonna miss out the, the trip with the fellas? decisions and you know you have to kind of figure out where that where your priorities are where where family fits you know you don't want to miss events for your kids but assuming that you get married you know when you start talking about family it involves the kids and your wife because here's the thing when you're married that's one thing when you're married and then you bring a child or children into the world the dynamic of your friendship and your marriage changes because now everything is centered around the kid or kids. So you have to figure out how to balance your time between your kids and also having that special time for your spouse. And honestly, a lot of couples struggle with that. A lot of people struggle with that. And I can understand how it happens because it's not really something that you can plan for. It's really one of those things that you is constantly evolving. And it's, it's constantly evolving because you're constantly evolving and the time that you need will vary. And then you also need that time. (laughs) And I just speak for myself personally. There was a time where I realized that even as a married man, I had to have my time with my family had to have my time with my kids and have the time with my wife and I needed time with the fellas too and you got to figure out how to balance all of that and not leave one out so who gets the most time that's adulting I mean like and that's the thing that they don't tell you about and then like I'm reminded of movies like The Best Man um, wherein you have friends and everybody is coming back together And then you're trying to maintain the friendships that you have, but you're also trying to put on this front like everything's cool in your house. Well, everything ain't always cool in your house, bro. I mean, let's just be real. Now, you're going to have issues. You're going to have family issues. You're going to have kid issues. You're going to have issues with yourself. So, you know, when you come around your friends back at homecoming or at at the couple's trip, you know, everything ain't going to be, uh, everything ain't going to be sweet. <laughs> um, but I think balancing, being able to balance family is important. And then again, like I mentioned earlier, you have to have your you time. And again, this is stuff that nobody tells you when you're 18, 19, when you're 18 and 19, the only thing you wanted to do was get out of your mom's house, get out of your dad's house, get out of grandma's house and be grown. But being grown comes at a price. And nobody tells us how much it's going to cost. It costs a lot. I mean, if I could jump in a time machine right now and be 16 years old again. Man, listen, I'd do it in a minute, in a New York minute. I wouldn't change anything, but I would love to go back to the time where that's what it was. I mean, that's never going to happen unless one of you can create a time machine. 
But I mean, like I said, you know, being able to balance is part of adulting. And here's the thing. Not only do you have to balance your work life, you have to balance work, you have to balance friendships, you have to balance family, you have to balance yourself, and you have to balance it all at the same time. And nobody can tell you how you're doing it or if you're doing it right. Because in your mind, you could feel like you're balancing it all. I, I talk all the time about one of my homeboys who... <laughs> When he got married, like before he got married, he's been in the club all the time. Like he he would be in the club like damn near every night. And he just assumed that because he got married, that that wasn't supposed to change. But like his wife was like, nah, bro, you married. You married in that. And then they had a kid. And then she was like, we got a kid here. You can't be in the club every night. You can't be in the club till two or three o'clock in the morning on a random ass Tuesday night. That's not going to happen. In LA, are you crazy? <laughs> but that's that's what he was doing. You know, he was just wilding like that. And, you know, it, it took him a minute to kind of figure it out. And he eventually figured it out, but she wasn't happy with that because, and he was under the impression because they lived together, you know, prior to getting married, that she was cool with him going to the club. I mean, he, he wasn't like he was going to the club to pick up women. But I mean, he was like, I'm, I'm young, I'm in LA, I got money, I can hang, you know, I'm, I'm not taking anything away, it's, you know, but he had to figure it out. And so my advice to Cameron was just that, like, you have to figure it out. The thing about the difference between me and Cameron at 20 years old, nobody told me what, what adulting would be. The difference for him is that I told him. So he can never say that nobody told me because I told him. And in a roundabout way, I just told you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. Thanks again for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.